All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Limitless MD. I'm your host, Vikram Ryan. I'm here with my good friend, Dr. Vu. Dr. Vu, what's up, man? Hey, I'm spending time with you, another Limitless MD, so I'm pumped. Yeah, absolutely, guys. This is going to be a game-changing conversation. I'm going to ask all the questions that I want to ask, because I want I'm curious about, to Dr. Vu, Kian Vu. He is a badass. He is the most impressive doctor that I've met. Um, and he has an, an amazing story, but I want to get right into it because the, the limitless MD doctors that are listening to this podcast, they want to know how to achieve vitality freedom. And you're the master of that. What if you could reclaim hours of free time each week, create legacy building wealth and devote more energy to your passion projects without giving up on your career as a life-saving MD. My name is Vikram Raya, functional cardiologist, high performance coach, and real estate expert. And I'm here to give you the tools, strategies, and solutions you need to transform your life so you can unlock your limitless potential and achieve greatness all the while freeing up your precious time. Welcome to Limitless MD. Let's dive in. If you're a physician who's making good money, but you're feeling stuck in your current situation, or if you're tired of feeling just comfortable and are ready to pivot toward that freedom and wealth lifestyle you always wanted, then I want to introduce you to my newest program. It's called the Physician Wealth Accelerator, also known as PWA. In PWA, you're going to learn the strategies to gain more passive and active income. You'll learn how to free up 10 plus hours a week to pursue your passions and side gigs. If this resonates with you, then I want to personally invite you to join our elite community of high achieving doctors in the Physician Wealth Accelerator. This is a completely free coaching group where you'll be around other professionals in the medical field who are like you and looking to uplevel their life. You'll get access to live monthly masterclasses, live Q&As, and all my best personal resources, as well as access my new app to help you become limitless. If you want to check it out, there will be a link in the show notes for you. Just click it and you'll be able to join this exclusive community of high-performing docs. Looking forward to connecting with you on the inside. My first question to you is this, um, you know, you take care of celebrities, you take care of executives, athletes, high performers, right? And you take them through a process, but your origin story, uh, Kian, was you're an interventional radiologist and now you're this longevity, concierge, performance practice guy, media celebrity. Tell me how, how that happened. Well, great question. Um, well, where, where should I start? I mean, I yes, I was an interventional radiologist, but you know, back when I was a kid, I actually wanted to do uh, media and entertainment. You know, I was this younger kid uh, wanting to do that. I had heroes like Tony Robbins, uh, Mick Jagger, Robin Williams, but there were no Asian people that looked like me that did that that stuff. And maybe like yourself with Asian parents, they said, Kian, you have three choices. You could be a doctor, an MD, or a physician. And so I went to medical school. And when I went to medical school, I was constantly listening to other people, right? You should do this. You should do that. You know what you should do, Kian? Seek out the road to success. We all know what road is, right? Radiology, ophthalmology, anesthesia, dermatology. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I'm going to do radiology. Uh, and I did it for you know my first year or, or two in residency. Um, you know, I decided I, I was not somebody who's just going to stand in front of a computer all day. So I did IR. So I did interventional radiology um, and went to UCLA. When I exited there, I got the most lucrative job in Southern California, which was to work for a huge HMO, uh, Kaiser system. And I worked at the flagship Kaiser doing all 
the the really neat stuff interventional radiology does. And it's really, really cool, right? Um, that place didn't work out for me. I decided to go into private practice and I was just working it to the bone, wanting to, you know, make more revenue um, as well as, you know, become the man in the hospital, travel around the world to do these, you know, new advances in interventional radiology talks. And what I found myself at five years in to uh, doing IR was I was overweight, I was diabetic, I was hypertensive, I was on prescription medications. And I said to myself, I'm just getting the early stages of everybody else, you know, coming into my operating room table that I'm treating their peripheral artery disease, right? Very early stages. And I realized one thing, and here, you know, I'm speaking to the other doctors that might be listening here or the other high performers that are listening here. We didn't learn in medical school how to be healthy. We didn't learn in medical school how to be high performers. In fact, the whole culture of the training process that we went through is almost anti-performance and anti-health. Um, so I didn't realize it back then, but really it was those lifestyle things of not be sleeping very well, being completely stressed out, really focusing on, you know, maybe monetary or financial success that probably drove a lot of additional stress and all the additional bad habits that came from that brought the disease to me. And so, just like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Ken, I mean, that is a tremendous story. And the fact that it, it got that severe to where you're on prescription pills to the point where now you're like one of the elite, you know, fitness uh, representatives, one of the most uh, healthy doctors in the world. I have to ask you a question. When you decided to make that transition, because a lot of the doctors listening to the podcast are at that juncture, right? And, and you know, we can start with this, you know, what are three concrete steps that these, you know, the, the, some of the low energy overworked, burnt out doctors who are mid-career, what can they do right now to shift their energies right up and just take their life to the next level? Well, great question. I think one of the things you, you mentioned was just recognizing that you're stuck, recognizing that something is off, something's not right. Like I'm telling to all the doctors, you know, um, you know, who are listening right now, that life is supposed to feel vibrant, exuberant, excited. You should be pumped about what you're doing and, and, and how you're living life. So if you're happening to be listening to this and, and work isn't quite matching up to that, just recognize and saying, you know what, life doesn't seem so vibrant right now. And acknowledging that is the first key thing. And then the next thing is really understanding the you know, the vision of the life that you want to have for yourself. And I, re and I remember this, it was very difficult for me to see that because throughout my life, you know, from a very young child to much later on, people were telling me the type of life that I should be living. You know, people were telling me the, the, the career decisions I should be making. So all these, you know, all the outside world was influencing those decisions and not me. And it took a, a while to, when, when I said, hey, what's the vision I want to paint for myself? It was very difficult to, to figure out what I really wanted to do because my entire life, I had all these rules of how, how I should be making decisions. But, you know, it could be difficult, but go ahead and try. Ask what, you know, what aspect of your life do you want change? Whether it be your job, your relationship, the amount of money you're making, pick one, one thing first. It might, don't worry, it doesn't have to be right, but pick one thing. All right. So that's the first thing is pick, you know, have a vision of, of, of the life that might light you up. Number two is find yourself a mentor. 
All right. Find yourself a mentor, somebody that you see in your life that has that thing you, that you want. What is it? Vibrant health? Is it an awesome sex life like I have? Is it? Uh, is it you know finances? Is it being on TV? Whatever it is, find someone to model. Reach out to the person and model model that. That would be great. And the last thing is, and it's a little bit counterintuitive, particularly when you're feeling stuck. But you should do it, especially because you're stuck, because it'll help open things up. And that's to serve other people. Just go out, volunteer, serve other people. When you're serving other people, you're not just, you know, um, you know, in, in that mindset of, oh, I'm stuck. You're helping other people. And trust me, when you can shift the focus from, from being in that stuck state to I'm just going to contribute, things start to happen. You'll start to meet people in your communities. You'll start to, to maybe figure out other things that light you up. And that might be a door to, you know, uh, that opens up for you to decide, oh, oh you know what? this part of my life needs to be changed. So acknowledge you're stuck, create a vision, find a mentor, but always be serving people. I love that, man. Uh, and I love the fact that you you took the last one and you emphasize that it's going from, you know, a self-centered world to, you know, you know you're, you're outwardly centered. You're looking, you're, you're becoming selfless instead of selfish. Yeah. And uh, that's where really where all the change happens. Uh, but tell me this, when you decided to make this, I mean, this was, it sounds like it was more of a psychological shift. You literally changed, you know, these levers in your brain and you decide there's a better vision. You found mentors, you had a, you know, you, you started role modeling and where did this whole, you know, longevity, anti-aging thing, this celebrity media, where, where did that interest come from and how was it scary? And did you get judgment from other doctors as you were trying to make this transition? Uh, Really, really great questions. Um, you know, so the like I, I dropped the celebrity thing earlier on or the media thing as a kid because that was that was something the kid always wanted, you know, even before I remembered anything. I was, you know, in front of the mirror doing different voices and, and things like <laughs> that. So so that that was that was something that I think I intrinsically really desired to do that I, I suppressed. And so that's the thing, is like we are all brought on this earth and we have certain traits and gifts and things like that. And we might be asked to suppress them to do these other things. And the most important part, as you remember your purpose, is just remembering who you really, really are. And, and try to think back to maybe the things that used to light you up, you know, in your childhood days, in your teenage days and things like that. So when I made the switch, um, I just remember, uh, you know, that um, I decided I'm, I'm not going to be working full time anymore. And certainly it was scary. The, the, the parts that were most scary was the fact that I was used to a certain amount of income coming in uh, every single month. And I was attached. I was attached to income coming in. I feel good. And that's bad. See, that's a bad connection. So that was the first thing I needed to, to, like, to, to just like let go. And the other thing I let go of, I, I was living in a multi-million dollar house by myself. Okay. And I had, I had sold that off to, you know, kind of uh, create a new path or business for me. And I, and I lived in a house that was not so great. And I remember living in there and there's like security bars all around the house. And I went from <laughs> driving a Porsche and living in a multi-million dollar house to this thing where there was like two liquor stores at the end of the block. And, and that took, you know, a big change too. But I, I realized it was, it was, it was um, the things that I got conditioned to enjoy and I had to let go of that first um, and then started to do things that I enjoyed. Now, I didn't so much get flack from other docs 
because other docs, you know, so many docs I know right now are burnt out. They're not enjoying their work because they feel like, you know, they can't practice medicine. They, they want to be practiced. They don't really have all the freedoms that you talk about, you know, uh, Vikram, all the five freedoms, which are so important. Um, and so when, when they see me doing these other things, like, oh my God, Kian, you're so brave. You're doing this. Like, I wish I can kind of do that. So I didn't get that from other docs, but I did get it from, you know, my parents. I did get it from <laughs> people outside of medicine saying, you have invested so much of your life to do this one thing. And then now you're going to jump off and do something else. Uh, so I got some of that, but you know, it was a transition period because I was so used to a certain lifestyle. But when I started to kind of break, I knew that that was the thing that I needed to break. That was the thing I needed to let go of. I needed to let go of things needed a certain way for me to feel a certain way. I needed a certain amount of my bank account to feel successful. I needed people to call me X, Y, Z so I could feel happy. And when I could let go of that, and I started to just build, you know what? I'm a good human being. I love myself. I can co contribute in other ways and started to build all those feelings despite what's in my bank account, despite you know my, my title and things like that. I started to shift. And it had been bothered me. So when I got to that point, I knew that there was no going back because here I was living the dream life. I bought the dream car, bought the dream house. I got all these things that checked off that should have made me feel very happy, but yet I felt so empty. So I knew I wasn't going back there. And, um, and it took some time, you know, as, as, as I pivoted, as I made lots of mistakes along the way. But what I could say is I, I've become basically a more authentic version of myself. And, uh, and that's, that's, that's the beautiful thing. That's the true wealth, everybody. And that's the true health when you could just be yourself. And, uh, and right now I'm really, really fortunate to be able to help other people, you know, become more vibrant and more authentic versions of themselves as well. That's beautiful, man. Um, I, I would definitely want to uh, capture some of that. The main thing, guys, l listen to what he said. He said he went from significance driven, the the cars, the house, all that, to he went to growth and contribution. He learned from mentors, role models. He had to work on his, his mindset. And then eventually he landed on his authentic self. And when he did that, it, was, it became more effortless. And he burned the boats. I'm not going back. I am not going back to that old guy. This is, this is the new, new me. And uh, that's beautiful. When you said you made mistakes, you made, uh, you, you faltered, you had missteps. I want to, I want to, I want to lean into that a little bit. Uh, can you um, maybe share with the audience and us, like, you know, what's maybe one of your favorite failures and how that shaped the man you are today? Absolutely. So many, so many, so many. Yes. <laughs> and you know what? I get excited about that now because you, you could imagine this. You know, I hear from so many people who have achieved their dreams and certainly I haven't achieved all my dreams yet, but I'm, I know I'm in that direction. And they say that when you get, you know, let's just say you needed to fail a hundred times to get your dream goal or whatever it is. Right. And, and knowing that that to be the case. And it's going to be different from, from a little people, but if you fail enough, you're going to get there. So that will start to shift you thinking, oh, okay, wow, great. I just made my, my, my first failure. Bring it on because I know the more I do, the faster it is for me to get to the thing that I want. And, uh, you know, so many different failures, uh, but I, I can bring maybe uh, one at hand. Let's see, my favorite one. Could it be that I was the doc that got disease, right? I mean, here I am, a medical doctor, 
you know, talking about, you know, you know, heart health and things like that. But I, I was <laughs> overweight, diabetic and, and, and was on prescription meds. One would say that was a failure. But, you know, again, it's only a true failure if you don't learn anything from it. And here's the thing. Those lessons are so great. And for me, it has given me the story of a doctor who got trained in the best medical institutions that got disease, recognizing that conventional medicine alone is not going to cut it. But now I'm able to use that story to share all the things that I've learned to give people optimal health, longevity, and peak performance. And it's really up, up to them. And so now I've got a message tied in with the fact that as a child, I wanted to do media and entertainment. And now I bring the two together. And now I really feel like I'm living a purpose-driven life. So, you know, having disease could be a failure, but I certainly learn from it. I step from it. And now it's, it's something I lead with. Yeah. So, so guys, if, if you guys don't know, th this man has written a book, it's called the thrive state and it's, it's, it's going to be a bestseller. I know it. And in it, he talks about the bioenergetic model and really it's this model for transitioning from a disease state to health state. And he doesn't stop there. He goes to human optimization and thriving. And as you know, on this podcast, that's what we focus on, how to take people from good to great to fantastic to ultimate vitality and energy. So there's a lot of people on this podcast that listen and they exercise most days of the week. They have an aura ring, they sleep well, they have some supplements. Uh, you know, they have a pretty good sex life, maybe not great, but pretty good. Uh, you know, they do some cardio, maybe they're part of CrossFit, whatever, they do run marathons. This is the high performance level one. Dr. Vu, you take people and go to level 10. Give us something. Give us what, what is it that we need to do from here to go there? Great question. So um, let's start with the stuff that's free and then let's talk. You know, then, then let's go through the stuff that's going to cost a lot more money. Um, but the free stuff is you can pick a copy of my book, Thrive State. What we didn't understand as doctors is how we live our life actually controls and can be the levers for basically our genetic expression. You know, we didn't really understand epigenetics when you and I were going through medical school, but the energy that we give to ourselves and in seven areas, sleep, nutrition, movement, emotional and stress mastery, our thought and mindset relationships and having a sense of purpose. All those things, there's, you know, there's research backed, and I talk about it in my book, that actually has biochemical markers and changes that creates this you know, energetic and epigenetic environment of our cells. And our DNA is constantly interacting with that environment. And you, you give it the right environment, our cells naturally know to heal, naturally know to, to, um, to grow, and to help other cells around it. So if you give it the perfect environment, what I call the thrive state, Really, I've, you've given yourself the keys to optimal health, longevity, and peak performance. You screw up on any of those other things, which I did as a medical, medical doctor because I didn't know any better and I lived basically a very stressful life. You get in the stress state. If your cells think that you're in stress, stress state and you're given those epigenetic cues, uh, that's what will drive down cellular health. That leads to poor, poor cellular health, leads to poor tissue health, leads to poor organ health, poor system health. And then when your system starts to fail, that's when you get chronic symptoms and eventually chronic disease. So recognize those things and recognize that really you can control basically your genetic expression. That's number one. All that stuff is free. Pick up my book. You guys can learn more.
Boom, so guys, that is, it's the ecosystem, the internal ecosystem. So when, when yep. we take care of the, uh, these, the Thrive State fundamentals from your book, you take care of these fundamentals, these seven categories, these, is it seven? Or? Seven categories, yep. These seven categories, you're going to have a platform to thrive. What's Absolutely. Next? And, and really, that, that's the free stuff. But there's a lot of stuff now in the anti-aging and regenerative space. I, I did a, an anti-aging and regenerative um, uh, fellowship as well as got board certified as well. So there's a lot of new stuff that, that is up and coming. And so, you know, my, my celebrity clients that work with me, we, we basically do a full spectrum of laboratory testing. What you and I learned in medical school for, for, for normal ranges, well, Notice it changes with age a little bit. And a lot of things are considered normal for age, but it's not optimal. And if you could optimize people to, to those levels, they feel different. And what, do, what does that include? You know, it includes uh, potentially hormone optimization, getting a good idea of where your hormone levels are, are like and optimizing them. Note, everything that you're doing to get to the thrive state will keep, will keep everything functioning pretty well. But if your lab suggests that you can use some optimization in your hormones, that will make you feel great. There's also something called peptides and a huge emerging field of peptide medicine. And what are peptides? You guys know they're basically smaller fragments of proteins and they drive different biological processes. There's peptides that help you, know, uh, you concentrate better, peptides that actually help you know, give you better sexual desire and erections, even when Viagra doesn't work. Peptides that are good for, for, for your skin, peptides to boost the immune system. So understanding peptides and working with a peptide doctor, depending on your goals, will help you get to any physical goal you want. So that's that. And then personalized supplementation, depending on the conditions you, you come in with, uh, depending on maybe deficiencies that we see in your micronutrients, we can optimize you in the supplementation realm as well. So that that is in the realm of sort of the anti-aging stuff. And then beyond that, there are some things that are really, really exciting now in the longevity space, like, you know, uh, genetic engineering and, and editing. There is organ regrowth and things like that. And the things that I've been using in my clinic are uh, stem cells and exosomes. And what, what are they basically? You know, stem cells are basically, you know, cells with the information within them to help rejuvenate the body. And what are exosomes are basically these little small vesicles within the stem cells that contain microRNA, protein growth factors that will help rejuvenate as well. And that could be very expensive, but using the right way can really, you know, uh, get somebody to feel great. And then lastly, there's all these adjunctive technologies. I could spend a long time talking about each one, but for the listeners, if something perks your brain, just go look it up. But there's red light therapy. There is, you know, hormetic therapy, like hot and cold, like sauna and, and cold plunges. Those are really great. Ozone, PEMF or pulse electromagnetic frequency, hyperbaric oxygen. All these things are adjunctive technologies that usually act to decrease inflammation, increase oxygenation, and increase blood flow. And that also um, is, you know, people use that as like a superhuman protocol. So that that's in a whirlwind of all the things that you could consider. But um, you know what? Speak to speak to a performance specialist like myself. We can guide you to uh, your next best life. That's awesome. And all of this is available in your clinic. Yeah. And you do telemedicine as well as in-person uh, visitations. 
absolutely. I, I move more towards telemedicine, although I, I still travel around. I mean, traveling around to see celebrities in LA traffic is not the most glamorous thing in the world. But you know, fortunately for COVID, <laughs> uh, I, I I told people that you know uh, telemedicine is is the way I prefer to go these days. But yes, if you're in the LA area. Um, I, I do personal visits, uh, but I also run a telemedicine practice where we focus on longevity and performance. That's awesome, man. Like uh, this is like a biohacking, you know, encyclopedia of information. So guys, it, it, you start with the basics. Yeah, Dr. Vu mentioned it. You start with the fundamentals, get the thrive state going with these seven key factors. And then once you've achieved that, then you can layer on top of that with, you know, that some of the epigenetic strategies, the cellular strategies, the adjunctive strategies, regenerative. Um, so let me ask you a question here, uh, uh, Dr. Vu. What advice would you give a smart, driven medical resident or fellow about to enter the real world of, of medicine? You know, and what advice should they ignore? Oh, great. Oh, such a good question. So <laughs> I would probably say, you know, if you're going through training, um, go through it with the awareness of the life that you want to build and live. Uh, when I was going through training, I was always told what to do. And, and, you know, yes, I always ask people for, for advice, but they didn't really kind of give me solid advice to listen to, to, to who I was in an authentic person. So if you were to start your life and have this blank canvas of how you want your life to be, have you ever envisioned that? What, what does that look like? And start, start to think about what that would look like. And then don't, don't pick a specialty, you know, based on what somebody tells you or, or, or somebody, or, you know, don't pick a specialty saying, okay, that's not the way I, I, I want to practice that kind of medicine. Start to expand because you can probably, you know, really kind of design the career you want to design, but it, it starts with knowing how you want to live your life and, and, and the type of medicine you want to practice. So I would probably say knowing that is important. And just like I mentioned earlier on is once you have an idea of what, what that vision looks like, start to seek a mentor, start to see what they've done. What I didn't do in medical school was I, look, when I was in medical school, I just partied and, 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 and I got good grades on the test, but I just let medical school happen uh, you know, to me, and I just got pulled along, you know, oh, yes, we got to take the USMLE. Oh, we got to take that test. Okay, we're applying for fellowships now. And, and, and I let all that just happen to me. And I just went with the flow. But if I was just a little bit more conscious about the type of life that I really, really wanted to live, and pursue that, and in conjunction with my medical education was work on my own education and my own development during the process, that will probably be the best advice I can give anybody watching right now who's in training. That's awesome, guys. Uh, it's being intentional. It's 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 having a vision for your life beyond just your medical uh, career. It's 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 designing the actual lifestyle you want to live, and then working your medical career into it, and also learning outside of medicine, learning finance, learning uh, functional yeah. medicine, learning anti-aging, whatever it is that your passions are. Add that, layer that on top of that. And, and really live that comprehensive life, that this ideal life that uh, Dr. Vu has obviously uh, has shown us that is possible. So guys, I'm gonna wrap up here because again, um, this has been a wealth of information, but I do wanna emphasize a couple of things. Number one, his book, Thrive State is out right now. You can get it at thrivestatebook.com. 
This will be in the show notes as well. But again, it's thrivestatebook.com. And he's also taken it one step further. Not only can you read the book and enjoy it, but he's created an online course. And the powerful thing about online courses, look, you may not have time to go fly out to California to see Dr. Vu, but he's created a lot of the, the fundamental knowledge is all there in this accelerator course. Uh, what, can, you, can you do a little bit of an explanation of what that, that's about? Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, getting in the thrive state is all about your habits, right? Your habits are basically the lagging indicator for anything in life. You know, you want to be rich, you got to have good financial habits. You want to be in peak performance, you got to get good physical habits. So I teach you all the things about how to install a habit and get rid of the bad habits. And then the seven bioenergetic elements, how do you actually, what are the things to do in each one and create a plan you know, not that I tell you, but a plan that you like, a plan that you can enjoy. And I think, one, if you take the course, not only will you learn how to be in the thrive state, but hopefully it will percolate a little bit of the type of things that you could do outside of medicine, like create a course to create additional, um, you know, uh, 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 revenue streams for yourself. Awesome, guys. And that's going to be at kienvu.com. That's K-I-E-N-V-U-U.com slash accelerator. And he's given us a discount for all those guys in the Limitless Tribe uh, who are listening to this podcast. If you use the, uh, the, the uh, promo code podcast25, you'll get a discount. So, Kian, man, thank you so much. Uh, I've, I've learned a ton. My, my listeners are definitely going to be elevated in their vitality because of you. I can't wait to do this again. Cheers, brother. Cheers, brother. Thanks for having me on, brother. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Limitless MD. If you found value from this episode, I encourage you to share this episode with a friend and let me know by leaving a review. For more information, make sure you check out the links in the show notes below or simply visit VikramRaya.com. So until next time, my friends, be phenomenal.